Komali, Aruna Samake and Kamele Blues. The Garifuna Collective. Ah, yes, and from Kinshasa, DR Congo, Bakolo Music International. Hello, Georges Collinet with you on Afropop Worldwide from PRI, Public Radio International. All three of these groups were on stage at the 2018 Womex in Las Palmas, Gran Canaria, in the Canary Islands. As many listeners know, Womex is the annual World Music Exposition, a unique gathering of artists, festival organizers, promoters, journalists, agents, and world music enthusiasts of every stripe. And once again, Afropop was there finding wonderful new music to bring to your hungry ears, dear listeners. One of the lesser-known features of Womex is the European Broadcast Union Radio Studio, located just off the main trade fair. That's where Afropop, along with our colleague John Kurtzer of KXP in Seattle, hosted intimate recording sessions with some of the showcase artists. And today, in the first of our two-part Womex coverage, we hear from three groups, starting with Classic Congolese Rumba, from Bacolo Music International. I'm Jeanne and I'm the manager of uh, Bacolo Music International and this year we are in Womex for the 70 years of the band, which is the uh, oldest band of rumba congolese, the real roots rumba congolese from the 50s, the pre-colonial time. Franco, he has commenced with me in 1953. I'm Oui, avec des voyants, avec une gang, avec des soins, les bâtiments, c'est un That's Le Doyen of Bacolo Music International, 80-year-old Papa Bikundan Zoku Mokobwele. He's recording being in Studio Loningisa in Kinshasa in 1953 with the great Franco. That's three years before Franco created his legendary band OK Jazz. Back then, Franco was just a precocious kid playing guitar in a neighborhood band. Papa Bikunda was there at the founding of this monumental music genre. He went on to become the musical director of Wendo Colosoy's band, and he stayed with Wendo up to the rumba pioneer's death in 2008. The man who fills Wendo's shoes on lead vocal in Bacolo International is Willy Makonzo Nzofu. Moi, je m'appelle Makonzo Nzofu Willy. Willie has long been a protégé of both Bikunda and Wendo, and he too has known the greats of Rumba since way, way back. Willie was just five years old when Wendo first sang his landmark song, Marie-Louise. That was in 1948, and today in Bacolo International, Willie has the honor. Surtout la chanson Marie-Louise. Mais non, 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 c'était terrible. Cette chanson, Marie-Louise, vraiment, je l'ai aimée. 
Here they are in the Womex Radio Studio with the new version of Marie-Louise, 70 years later. Ooh, 
Marie-Louise, performed by Bacolo Music International in the Womex Radio Studio in Las Palmas, capital of Gran Canaria, in the Canary Islands. Georges Collinet with you on Afropop Worldwide for a set of intimate sessions with some of the great acts showcased at this year's Womex. I tell you, it was a treat to spend time with these Congolese legends. And as you may have noticed, There were no drums in the studio, so the rhythm section was only a pair of clavistics. That didn't prevent these guys from grooving with sweet, sweet rumba. C'est bene, c'est Odemba. C'est un cabassele, Tino Barroza, joué cha-cha-cha. Bikunda and Willie spoke to us about the origins of the lively Seben section that typically ends a Congolese song. Le Seben, là, donc, c'est la guitare qui fait danser. C'est-à-dire que après le chant, hein, le couplet, le refrain. Bikunda takes it all the way back to rumba pioneers Joseph Cabassele and Tino Barroza, when the music was still evolving out of cha-cha-cha, bolero and tango. Willie notes that Seben was the part of the song that made people really dance. After the singing, the guitar soloist cuts loose and the energy rises. Willie says he first heard the word Seben in that 1948 song Marie-Louise by Wendo. But Bikunda corrects him that it was Wendo's producer, Henri Boane, who coined the term. It's Wendo who had this If even these guys can't get it straight, I guess this is one discussion that will never end. One thing is sure, though. After Congolese independence in 1960, the music changed in a big way. After independence, the changement is what? The changement is artistic. That's 79-year-old Paul Mayena, a saxophonist who also worked many years with Papa Wendo. He says that after independence, there was a new artistic freedom. Musicians could play what they wanted, and rumba became a kind of spiritual expression, a deep fusion of local folklore and international styles. Let's hear more from Bacolo International. Here's their version of Tino Barossa's Bujumbura. Soki alibela ebongi toyoka na motema mokita Mbala yaliposo yokende kimotako oyebi yomoko Soki nasara kimorende tesherie neyozonga kite All right, Bujumbura, an ode to the capital of Burundi. Bacolo Music International, live in the Womex studio. Lead guitarist Michel Missy says that back in the day, there were two schools of guitar playing. The style of Luambo Macchiadi, Franco, 
and that of Nicola Asanda, Dr. Nico, and he calls the two schools Luomophonie and Cassandaphonie. De l'époque, qui apprenait à jouer, soit euh, il fait la lomophonie ou la cassandaphonie. Mais tous ces deux guitaristes-là, ils étaient un peu compliqués. Among the differences was the way Franco moved all across the neck and played harmonized melodies, and Nico tended to stay in one place, but he was a master of the single line. Missy plays in both styles with Bacolo. But he started with Nico's approach, and we hear that in Bacolo's version of the classic rumba celebrating Congolese independence in 1960. Tata, 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 tata,
enough to meet the oldest Congolese rumba band on the planet at the 2018 Womex in Las Palmas in the Canary Islands and to record this intimate session without drums, just for you. I can tell you that Bacolo's late night showcase on an outdoor stage was very well received and that could mean that Bacolo will be coming to a concert hall or festival near you next year. So keep your ears open. Next up, from Central America, the Garifuna Collective. This is the band that the late great Garifuna singer-composer Andy Palacio created in the years before his untimely death in 2008. Guitarist Al Rodrigo Ovando told us that the collective is continuing Andy's work namely preserving and uplifting the culture of the Garifuna people. Yeah, it's the same collective, it's the same idea, it's the same mission and the Palazzo started, it's just we're we are bringing in new members, new people, so we know that the work will continue and his work will live on. I played with Andy, Sam played with Andy, Denmark played with Andy, um, Desiree played with Andy, all of us, most of us played with Andy, yeah. 
the Garifuna Collective started us off with a fantastic rendition of what might be Andy Palacio's most famous song. Lu 
Oh, I love that. Watina from the Garifuna Collective. Andy Palacio's classic. As many of you will recall, Andy devoted his life to the idea of engaging young Central Americans with the disappearing culture and music of the Garifuna. With all the forces of foreign music styles and globalization, it was a struggle, I tell you. Here is guitarist Al Ovando. It's still a struggle. It's still a struggle reaching our own people, but we, we, are, we are still highly respected. People look forward to our work. We try to put out work that will last over time, and that's why sometimes it takes a little time for us to finish an album or some songs. But yes, um, the group has all the blessings of the Garifuna Nation, of Garifuna people, the people of Belize. We got a huge support from the country coming here, and so we are privileged to be here. And when we heard we could have done something like this, we took advantage. The Garifuna Collective also continues the work of another musical pioneer, Paul Nabor, who died in 2014 at the age of 88. We play his songs on every stage. The whole idea is to keep his work alive and to share and continue sharing his work. He's not here, but we could continue his songs and the Garifuna Collective and everybody in the future could continue his songs. The Collective played for us one of Paul Nabor's timeless songs, Naguyane. Vocalist Desire Basilia Diego told us what the song means. He's asking that when he dies, to be buried with a band. And that's the reason why we always say on stage, we will be happy to do so, to carry him to his grave with a band. Yes, Omex 2018, Garifuna Collective. The song is done by your original partner, Boar. Yes, and we're going to do an next recognition for you beautiful folks. Listen. Nothing, no go ya made of Yatina. One word, no go ya made of Yatina. Palabana Naro, Tura Nigabana. Ay, la 
Ah yes, a classic, Naguya Nei, by the late Paul Nabor. You know, Stone Tree Records in Belize, where the Garifuna Collective records, is a pretty special place. There have been some memorable collaborations there, many featured on this program over the years. Alovando tells us that the group we're hearing today is at the center of all this creativity and sharing. We are play. We are all part of everything that goes into Stone Tree Studios. So yeah, we are part of everything. Even if we're there in spirit, we are there in giving our blessings on it. It's a team and it's a team that will never disappear. It will always continue. I'm the Garifuna Collective. That's what we're all about. You know, it's collaborating with other people and sharing our talent and vibe with everybody else. Let's hear one more from the Garifuna Collective's session in the Womex Radio Studio. This is Goudemey. from the Garifuna Collective. Coming up, Kamelengoni Madness from Maruna Samake of Mali, ooh, and much more. Don't forget to visit afropop.org for our Womex report and a photo essay of the studio sessions featured on this program. 
I'm Georges Collinet, and you're listening to Afropop Worldwide from PRI, Public Radio International. Let's get back to the Womex Radio Studio, where a brand new band from Bamako, Mali, is getting ready to perform for us. Aruna Samake is a master of the Kamelin Goni, an instrument at the center of Mali's bluesy Wasulu band, Wasulu Sound. After a long career of playing with Sali Sidibe and more recently with Salif Keita, Aruna is now leading his own band. They opened their set for us with the song Ainame. Aename, ça veut dire euh, écoute-moi. Une grande personne, quand il rentre dans le public, on se voit. Aruna says Aename means listen to me, and it celebrates people with good hearts the good woman, the good mother, the good head of state or village, the good imam. Johnny Benny, Nadon Kando, Anga Dunia, Noya, Nogombolo, Nani Falujé, Watier, Don. That's the chorus where he sings, My friends, make the most of life, because one's life on earth is but a short time. Don't go, 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 don't go
Nuna Samake and Kamele Blues, live from the Womex Radio Studio. We asked Haruna to tell us how, after years in the business, he finally created his own group. Ce groupe-là, comme ça fait longtemps, j'étais en train de faire mon album et préparer l'album en fait. Aruna says it has indeed taken a long time to form this group, but these musicians are longtime friends and they've been working out songs and arrangements for the past three years. The album Camele Blues was produced by Aruna and the band's manager Carolina Vallejo. It was recorded in Aruna's home studio in Bamako. Next up, the song Blues Chasseur. Hunter's Blues. Moi, j'aime beaucoup déjà. Et blues, et funk, donc j'aime ça. Aruna says he has always loved blues and funk and rock. He actually composes most of his songs on guitar. And this one, well, just felt bluesier than the rest. So he called it Blues Chasseur. In the song, he names great hunters and great musicians of the Donsongoni, the hunter's harp. Yoro Sidibe et Madhu Sankari. Sibri Samake aussi, Ensankone, Djakarja Sangare, Zumanable, De Bougoula, il y a beaucoup. Je 
Aruna's instrument, the Kamelin Goni, is related to the Donson Goni, the hunter's harp, celebrated in that song. We asked him, what's the difference between the two instruments? The Kamelin Goni with the Donson Goni, I think it's the same. It's the same, but the difference is that... The instruments are basically the same, he says, but the Donson Goni is tuned lower than the Kamelin Goni. The Donson Goni is exclusively for the hunters, but the Camelin Goni is for the young people to party and dance together. And now it is for the world. Next, Haruna and his group played an instrumental called Disan Konon, and it features his prowess on the Camelin Goni. Disan is Haruna's native village, and Konon is a bird. So this is the bird of Disan. Let it fly, guys. Thank you. 
unbelievable. Fair to say that nobody else plays Kamelin Goni like Haruna Samake. The Kamelin Goni, as we said, has six instruments. And in this session, Haruna plays two instruments in two different tunings. His accompanist, Yusuf Diara, has a single instrument, but it is strong on two sides. And when he wants to switch tuning, he just flips it over. Haruna made that double Kamelingoni, and by the way, he has also created 8 and 12 string versions of the instrument. Haruna says he used to tour with Sali Sidibe using the 8-string version and even the 12-string in Congo, Gabon and elsewhere. For now, he's sticking to the original, but in the future, he plans to bring the 12-string into the group. Stay tuned for that. Right now, we have one more song from Haruna. It's called Pani. Haruna says that Pani is about marriage. Girls should not go around in bars looking for men. She should look for a husband to make a home with. Marriage is like a scale. There has to be balance with equal responsibilities for both husband and wife. And as you'll hear, he sings the song with his own wife, Asitu Jakite. Thank you. 
Marise Haruna Samake affirming the goodness of marriage with his wife Asetu Jakite and the other members of Kameli Blues. Now here's a surprise. We did record one other group in the Womex studio, and that's the new formation of the Malagasy trio. Tocotelo from Madagascar. We're saving that session for an upcoming program on Malagasy music, by the way. But we leave you today with a taste. Here's Dgari, Monikan Java, and Joel Rabesoul, Tocotelo, with the song Hainu Moi. More to come from Tokotelo on a future program. Thanks for joining our live session from the Womex Radio Studio. Funding for Afropop Worldwide comes from the National Endowment for the Arts, which believes a great nation deserves great art, and PRI, Public Radio International affiliate stations around the U.S. And thank you for supporting your public radio station. 
thanks to Sigbjorn Nedland and his team in the European Broadcast Union studio at Womex for their fantastic organization and engineering. Thanks also to John Kurtzer from KEXP in Seattle for co-hosting these sessions with us. And visit afropop.org for our full Womex report and a photo essay on the radio sessions. And stay tuned for our second Womex program where we'll hear more of the great music we collected and recorded at Womex in Las Palmas. You can find us on Facebook and follow us on Twitter at AfropopWW. My Afropop partner is Sean Barlow. Sean produces our program for World Music Productions. Research and production for this program by Banning Air. And be sure to subscribe to our podcast, including radio programs and our Afropop Close-Up podcast series. Join us next week for another edition of Afropop Worldwide. This program was mixed at Studio 44 in Brooklyn by Stephanie Lebeau. Additional engineering by Jim Fox. Banning Air and C.C. Smith edit our website, afropop.org. Our director of new media is Ben Richman. And I'm Georges Collinet. Go on today, I know. Oh, I know, ma. Yeah, I know, ma. Mm, I know, ma. Mm, I know, ma. Public Radio International.